745 a.m. Catch me on the morning meetup. Hosted by David Shane's. All right, all right. Um, okay, uh, major win from the weekend, guys. Just throw it in the chat real quick. Thank you so much, Michelle. That's all right. Uh, a major win from the uh, from the weekend, guys. Just throw it in the chat, please. I need to see that we did something productive over the weekend. We did something productive over the weekend. Um, I want to share this too, man. We are um, over halfway through the year and I am I am on track for some of my goals but others I am off track severely off track especially like for like the morning meetup severely off track and uh, I am learning and growing uh, learning so much about myself every single year and um I'm like, you got to like decide where you're going. I, I have like, I think I have too many uh, goals, maybe like too many big goals or I'll set a bunch of goals and then I prioritize certain goals amongst uh, above others. And uh, I am learning to scale back on some of my goals. Well, not scale back on some of my goals, but um, be be okay focusing on something and not get caught up in things that I haven't accomplished. Does that make sense? Like, it's almost like I thought that I'd hit my goal for the year in a certain, with a certain path. Like, I thought that this is the way to get to my goal for the year. Well, one, one of my goals. But sometimes this goal and this goal are so contradictory to each other. So I want to make a certain amount of money. Let's say I want to make a certain amount of money and I want to um, continue to grow morning meetup, 10,000. Still the goal, still the goal. It's just super off track. But we're putting like plans together because we haven't run any ads because the whole, you know what I mean? Like at ad thing they don't play well together or whatever but anyway say there's a certain amount of money I, money that i want to make and there's a community number that i want to hit not saying that they can't be aligned but the way i'm going at it it's like it's like i if i if i lean closer to the right it's pushing me further away from the goal that i have on the left does that make sense kind of but I can't get I can't get too discouraged because we just have to move forward. You know what I mean? So any I don't know if anybody I said a lot of like nothing, and I think I'm saying it out loud to me. So you might not even understand the conversation that I'm having in my own head with me. But I want to let everybody know: as long as you're making progress, it's okay. It's okay. Just put it's okay in the chat. Just put, it's okay in the chat. It's okay. It's okay. How many people are like off track? Like you're off track in one thing, but you really you feel really, really good about the other thing that you're working on. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm, I'm off track here. Like, let's say I'm off track in my financial goals. Off track. However, I am growing. My network is amazing. Like, I, my skill set is improving. 
let's say you have a, a, a brand. My designs are getting better. My systems are flawless. Like I, I got like some catch-all stuff going on in my business and it's not, I don't have as many holes in the business. The business isn't as big, but I really got a tight back. And I was talking, pause. I was talking to my boy and he was saying, uh, like, you know, his whole focus is not on the front end income, but um, his whole focus is laying a strong foundation. You know what I mean? Like laying a strong foundation. So he might have like some big business goals, but going after the big financial front end business goals will take him away from really having a solid foundation. And this solid foundation might take a year. It might take um, two years. But once I have like incremental growth on a solid foundation, eventually you never know. One month, it shoots. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I was around my boy, uh, Dewan. <laughs> I was around Dewan. He's the most New York person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh all right let's get into it man uh, i'm going to show you today some checklist stuff in finding the right mentor or the right coach anybody want to know that just put it in the ch in the chat i do i want to know how to find a coach i want to find the right mentor now i'm just going to give you a few things to look for now all of them may not apply right because the perfect coach, the per I'm talking about the person that's really going to get you results, maybe outside of your budget. Maybe outside of your budget. So let me, I'm, I just want to give you that caveat. So a, a, a true mentor or a coach, someone is going to take you to the next level. It's very rare that you're going to find them to be able to do it for you for free. There's going to be, what the, what, what was that? Can y'all see me? No, you're black. I mean, what in the world? Your, your box is black. <laughs> that is so strange. It says my live ended. I wasn't even live. All right, I'm back. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, so so finding someone to like really take you to the next level for free is going to be challenging. Not that it's impossible. Because where I was when I was 18 years old, 19 years old, there are some people that came into my life that uh, they didn't cost, it didn't cost me anything. I had the right attitude though. I was very appreciative. I was very humble. Very, um, um, I, I was okay not being arrogant. And what I found is like successful people, every now and again, a really successful people, person, if they like you, they will pull you to the side because they want to be a part. They just see something special in you. Sometimes it's not necessarily about money, right? So I don't, I don't have anybody like that right now. Um, but not saying that it won't happen, right? Where I just won't take a liking to somebody and say, yo, come on, man, get, get over here. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me show you. Let me show you the way, okay? So... But for the purpose of this presentation, you may have to invest something, but you're going to have to invest on different levels. OK, so let's get to it. Number one. The first thing I want you to do is to just design a mentor in your head. Now, I'm going to give you a checklist of things to look for, look for when you're finding a mentor. But before I do that, I just want you to like make a quick little list 
of some thing like des design the perfect mentor in your head is the mentor male or female um are they like what type of personality do they have maybe maybe you need somebody that's going to tell you you want somebody that is going to be nice and take their time and be slow with you. But you know, you need somebody who is going to kick you in the butt every now and again. Like just design, just I just get a picture of the, the person that you'd like to mentor you. And you might have a person that you would, man, if this person was my mentor, goodness gracious, I could take it to the next level. If you know who it is, just throw it in the chat real quick. If there's somebody like, yo, I would love for this person to mentor me. I would love for this person to coach me. I'm talking about one-on-one -on -one where I meet with them solely, not in a group format, like one-on-one. -on -one. I wish they just took me around like I was their little sister or their little brother. And man, this idea, I would love it. I would love it. Okay. All right. Y'all in here. Good, 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 good. All right. So just ask them whether they say yes or no. And I know some people are going to ask me, and I'm going to say no, but ask anyway, because I might say yes. You never know. You might be able to add some value to me in some way where I'm like, well, this is this could be a good mutualistic relationship. Again, my answer is no right now for me, but you never know. Ask anyway. It might be yes. You never know. <laughs> Even if someone tells you no, ask anyway. And I'm telling you, I'm going to say no, but I'm still telling you to follow what I'm saying and ask anyway. Add some value. Now, it might not work on your timing, though. It might not work on your timing. There were some people that I wanted to get close to, and it just didn't happen when I thought it was going to happen, happening years later. Okay, so just design the perfect mentor in your head. Here you go. Number two, are they singularly focused on one thing? Are they singularly focused on one thing? This is a good sign for a mentor or a coach. Are they singularly focused? Is there one particular industry that they are in and that's what they do? I'm going to give you something to write down that's not 100% true. But it's still something to write down and consider, okay? I'm just, I'm giving you a caveat. I'm going to tell you something right now that's not, I don't want you to take the advice 100%, but I'm giving you some advice. Are y'all ready? So you are going to like it. You got it. And it's not all the way true, but it's going to be good for your notes to consider. Don't be coached by serial entrepreneurs. Okay. <laughs> Don't be coached by serial entrepreneurs. So I have, I'm in a lane where it's like, podcasting for sure like podcasting my thing i love it and um uh, i've i've gotten some people some major results but i'm not i'm not going to do podcasting uh I, i'm not going to be doing the mastermind at, so i did it for a year and i'm not going to be doing it after that because I am too close to a serial entrepreneur to focus, and I cannot serve my audience 
in the best capacity. So like for, I am like locked in on podcasting right now. And again, my mint, like pretty much everybody is happy in my, my mastermind. We're actually going to Puerto Rico Wednesday and we've gotten some people results and I've locked in. They say, yo, I will be there twice a month. Every other Thursday we doing events. Like I, I'm fulfilling that and like, yo, people's podcasts are growing. They got stuff started. It's feeding their business. Really, really cool. But I'm going into another season where I'm not going to be able to serve to that. I, I, I can't show up. I can't show up twice a month because I'm, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. Does that make sense? So yes, I'm like in podcasting, but another thing is I'm building a podcasting studio, which is a business that I have to run. It's not just podcasting anymore. So I'm not the best coach for you. So the cool thing is like when we had this, this, this morning meetup, right? Like this morning meetup, it's really cool because you need community. And the community is going to serve you more than I am. And I understand that. That's why on that website, it's not, me. I was like, yo, take me off the website. Take me off the app because this ain't about me. I'm just telling you, you need to find a mentor. You need to find a coach that is singularly focused on one thing. Think about the courses that you bought of somebody. Yo, my man Mark is 500, focused on credit for years. Right now he does some stuff outside of that, but like his major focus is, is RPX community and credit, and he understands the law. He's always locked in. My man Alex, same thing. Trucking, that's what he does. My man Neo, digital marketing, 100%. I've never seen somebody so focused on digital marketing uh, as my boy Neo. I'm just saying, this is a good checklist. I'm not saying that it, it won't work because I'm an excellent coach. I'm just saying, this is for your notes, something to consider when you're finding a coach Try to stay away from the serial entrepreneur because they're going to try to, they're going to be teaching you how to quit. All right. Serial entrepreneurs try a bunch of stuff. They're going to be teaching you how to chase the money. Not even they, me. I'll be going after stuff. But the, but the cool thing is I have like a staff and I have a team that can kind of help me in this serial entrepreneurial thing. And it works. And the advice I give is excellent, but I don't have time for you. So I, if I were you, I wouldn't pay me a whole bunch of money to be your coach. Okay. Okay. Now podcasting is a little different because I'm like in the game every single day and I come back and get my, so y'all get what I'm saying. Okay. Number two, again, what I said, is not 100% true because you can get some results from a serial entrepreneur because you might need to pull something specific from them and that's okay. But I'm just asking you to put it down for your notes. Is that cool? All right, good. Uh, number three, do they have results? I mean, do they have receipts? This is important. Don't let nobody fast talk you because what they're saying makes sense. Do they have receipts? This is what I want to do. I want to bring, and I, I'm, I, I had this idea the other day. Um. I want to get into a public argument like on a podcast with a single relationship coach. <laughs> Cause, 
first and foremost, I'm a content creator. And I want to, and they're going to have really good points. And I'm going to have really good points. But um, there's some, I, I, I'm not comfortable with, I'm not comfortable with the fact that someone has not been in a long-term relationship with somebody or married to somebody for a long time and they're teaching people how to have a happy relationship. There's certain things you are just not going, you can say it, yo, you shouldn't argue. You should not go to bed angry. That's really good advice. But how do you get me to not do it when I know what I, I know what not to do, but I do it anyway? Because you haven't been in the position where you're sleeping next to somebody that you don't like for a couple of days. I mean, I, there's, there's certain things you can't really relate to. You can only give the advice, but you haven't been through it. Give me, a, give me a relationship coach that's been married for 20 years that was on the brink of divorce and they got kids and there was like some infidelity in there and give me some, like, I want to I wanna be coached by the relationship coach that went through infidelity or their spouse was like really, really sick. Like, I want to talk, talk, give me that. Give me that. But somebody just gives good advice. It just makes sense. When they say it, I'm just asking you to search for some receipts. Now, um, there's two ways. Results themselves, results themselves. And this is not a, I don't even think this is like a video that I put like on Instagram or nothing like that because it just be too conscious. I'm just telling you all, my friends. One, you, you kind of got to search for the receipts. Have they been successful in the thing that they're talking about? So let's say they're in government contracting. Feel comfortable enough to say, how many contracts do you have? And if they say they have some, ask to see them. Feel comfortable asking to see them. Oh, Shopify code. Oh, for sure. Let me see that. Like, just let's just log in real quick. Is that cool? Just show me. Oh, you do, you do high performance websites. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can I see some sites that you built? Cool. Next part. Next part is like, do they have client testimonials? I know. That's why I'm bringing you up. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you you that guy. <laughs> do they have client testimonials? Do they have other people that will say good things about them? About like their work? Yo, no lie. Like putting together this, this, uh, this, this high school curriculum and teacher says, yo, I can write that curriculum. Bet. Can I see some like curriculums you wrote and send me like a little PDF of like an outline of a curriculum? I'm like, cool, but can I see some like some full curriculums that you wrote? She's like, all right, cool, I'll get it to you. Never got them. Yo, what curriculum can you just like just what schools are your curriculums in? Never got the information. It's just not somebody I can really. You can't coach me in this space. Not saying that you don't know what to do. The things I'm saying right now aren't 100% true. Let me just put that out there because there are caveats to all of this stuff. So I don't want to make definitive statements. I'm just going to give you a bunch of tough things to consider that's going to help you navigate. So you might have a coach that's a serial entrepreneur and you're saying, well, Dave, Dave didn't say don't hire that person. I'm just giving you something to consider, just some traits that you need to ask and look for, okay? So a way to find result, results I mean, receipts is the one ask for the receipts. And two, let's find, do you have any client testimonials? 
Do you have any people that you actually helped? Okay. All right. Number four, number four, do they make money? Now, this is hard to, so I'm going to breeze through like this one and the next one because it's hard to tell. It's really, really hard to tell a business coach, do they make money? Now, your coach might not be business, so this might not apply to that. But if you are like hiring a yogi, I, I think the right term is for, do they have peace? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to tell. But there's just some things I want you to consider for your notes. Do they have money? Houses, cars, will not be a clear indication that someone has that someone makes money, okay? But feel comfortable enough asking them for like their sales. Did you make sales today? Do you have, if I'm, if I'm coaching, this is me like looking for a coach. Do you make money or did, have you made money? It's a difference between someone who makes money in a field versus somebody who made money three years ago and now they're just teaching based on what they did three years ago. That's not the coach I'm looking for. So I'm going to speed over this one because it's hard to find out if someone makes money, but just this is just for your notes. The next part, I'm going to speed past this one. Do they have money? Making money, having money is different. Now, I don't know if you can say, yo, let me see your bank account, bro. <laughs> let me see. Um, but it might be just a question and you just evaluate the answer. Hey, I know you make money, but do you have money? Do you keep it? Like, are you, you good financially? Listen, y'all, if you have a, if you are, if you have a job, if you are, if you are the CEO of a business, right. And you're interviewing somebody. What question aren't you going to ask? Like you're about to hire somebody, right? You're going to pay them money. You're going to pay them a salary. Would you be nervous to ask any questions? Would you be nervous to ask, so how's your, um, how's your personal life? Would you be nervous to ask that? Would you be nervous to ask, um, do you have any issues with um, baby mama, baby daddy drama at the house? Would you be, would you be too nervous to ask that? No, right? I mean, you'll ask anything. I just need to know. I, I need to know. What's, what's, your, what's your transportation situation? Do you have a reliable vehicle? Is it reliable? Right? Yo, you... No, it's not. I'm not saying I even asked these questions in the interview, but I'm saying you wouldn't, be a, you wouldn't be afraid to ask these questions. But you're also hiring a coach. Anybody you hire, you can fire. Meaning this is an interview. This isn't you letting me give you money. This is me making sure that I'm investing in the right person. So ask questions. Yo, do you have money? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so funny. You might ask somebody that and they'd be like, I mean, I mean, I, 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 mean, I, got, I got money. <laughs> You'd be like, why are you answering like that? <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, you, you don't know. You don't know. Okay. Would they be truthful? I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm just speeding past these two. But it's just something for your notes, something to consider. Because if I say it and I plant a seed, you might see something in your interview process of finding the right coach or finding the right person that you want to align with. 
Um, I uh, I did a business with somebody, and I should have asked the question of, do they make money or do they have money? I should have just found out kind of their status because I didn't find out until later. And I never asked the question. But some of the decisions that were made showed me that, yo, they needed money. And I'm like, well, we can't, it's hard to, it's hard to really fund the business this way. But I, I, I didn't find out later until, until we we're in it. And I'm like, yo, why, why would we do that? He's like, yo, we got to make the money. And I, and I can kind of feel like some pressure, like you need money now. And it just wasn't a, um, it wasn't a fruitful business. And I'm just saying that because I, I was just in that scenario. Now that's a different scenario. That's me partnering with somebody. And I would, if I'm doing a business partnership with somebody, I just gotta, I need to know as much about the person as possible. But if you're going to hire a coach, I'm telling you, these are just some things to consider. Okay. So again, the, the conversation that I'm having right now are for most of it, most of you just seeds to plant for you to consider when aligning with a coach. All of this stuff might not apply, but I think if we have the conversation, you'll start to see, wow, this person, this could be a good mentor for me. Or I don't know if they don't got enough receipts. I'm telling you, the one about like asking them like they're, you know, if they have client testimonials, when they start stuttering, I, I mean, I got some, I'm, ooh, I mean, let me find one. Or it just gives you some more data. It just gives, well, why do you answer it like that? Sometimes it's not an answer. It's like, how do you answer it? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Somebody ever answered something a certain way and I gave you all the information you needed? Y'all ever, that ever happened to you? Like it wasn't their answer. It was like how they answered it. It was like, what are you? Why do you say that like that? You're on a first date and say, yo, are you married? And they're like, I mean, married. I mean, nah, we ain't. No, no, I'm not married. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> what? Okay, tell, tell me more. <laughs> and then you find out that it's complicated, right? It's crazy. All right, so, um, all right, cool. That's that. Again, those two are hard to tell. Um, okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. How long have they been in the industry that they're coaching you on? How long? This is a good one. This is one where I'm saying, this is a, this is a solid on this checklist. The other ones, some of the other ones kind of vague. Do they have money? I don't know. It's just something to put for the notes. But this one, how long have they been in the industry? Longevity is important. Has someone like seen the turns and twists of an industry? So let's say, and I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but let's say someone just had some success with social media over the last few months. And they're saying, I'm coaching people now because look what's happened to me in the last few months. It's not saying it's not a, a mentor and they can't help you, but for there are certain th things about like social media that they don't understand yet. And it's possible that they got lucky. Very, very 
challenging to get lucky for a long period of time. Very challenging. It's very challenging to get lucky for a decade. Can someone be lucky for four years? Maybe, but it's harder. Dave, how long have you been podcasting? Since 2017. 2017, 2018. Y'all, you know, it's crazy. So I've seen, like, it, and I, I showed this chart to my podcaster group. Like, it showed when I made my first video in 2010. And then it's real spotty. Then I started the podcasting in, like, 2000, let's see, the 17 or 18. Very, like, like no results at all, no results, but I kept it at 50, episode 40, episode 50, episode 60, episode 70. I just kept going, kept going. And I started to see what worked. And then what's get, what gives me even more credibility in this space, my channel shoots up. It Like it shoots up, like from like nothing for a long time to shooting up. But then it declined. It declined. Like, yo, I was, I'd really been struggling with this whole like YouTube thing. Now, podcasting, it's always like going up, but my YouTube, I'm really struggling with this thing. And then I go into the lab, I'm going to every single class, I'm buying these courses and masterminds and all that kind of stuff. And we're seeing it grow now. Like, there was a dip, and now we see it growing again. I'm qualified. I've been through ups, downs, like, because the peak, the peak could have been a shot of luck. And then we were like, and then it starts to decline. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm not teaching off of like the, the success that I had. I'm like in the industry now and I'm continuing to learn it. And it's going up. Really, really cool. Goes from, I'll show you this, goes from like an average of like 25,000 on my YouTube a month, all the way down to nine. I, I'm like, yo, this is, I mean, I'm there for a while. And then it goes down to 9,000. And now I think I checked today, because it'll tell you like the, the monthly or whatever. Uh, I checked today and we were at 13,000. 25, nine. And then it went, it's like we're starting to see, we're, we implemented some stuff. It's going 10, 10, 5, 10, 7, 11, 11, 2, 11, 8, th like 12. The, it's growing again. That's why longevity is so important. Listen, you're going to have to pay me 80000 in like two more years because I'll have that thing so dialed in. <laughs> you got to give me 100000 to coach you on podcasting in about two years because I'll have it so dialed in. I'll know. I'll been through the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs and the changes of the algorithms and all that kind of stuff. I'm saying you probably need to find somebody that's been in your industry for a while. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That fast part. All right. Uh, next, 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 next. Oh, so in, in, and also let me say this, them being in a long term relationship with this particular industry or business shows a level of focus. And focus is important. Yeah. You know, what's crazy. I was, I was talking to my man Wallow that I never really noticed is he was like, yo, he was just kind of talking about like people and personas and, um, and, you know, how people become successful and how how people are perceived. And he was just he looked at me. He was like, yo, man, you, you say you got you got the little watch, you got the ring on. He said that ring is powerful, man. It says a lot about your brand. I said, what do you mean? He said. 
that ring shows that you have discipline, a certain level of discipline. Now, not every married man or married woman is like faithful or whatever, but he's like, yo, it signifies something. I'm, I'm willing to commit to something. He's like, yo, it just show when I see it, it shows a level of discipline. I said, wow, that's, that's interesting. Longevity says a lot about you that, that that's not being said about you. Does that make sense? Okay. Oh, we got an episode coming, episode coming out today in the Social Proof Podcast with Miss Danielle Leslie, who has been in the course creation space since like 2000, like the teens, 2000. You'll see the episode. But like she's been in the game for a minute. She ain't been doing lifestyle marketing. She ain't been outside. She don't be going to events or nothing. When I tell you she understands course creation and marketing on a whole nother level, I was so impressed because you don't see her out that much, but literally have been making millions since before I even knew what a course was. I'm talking about before I even like knew the industry, before I shot a course, before I even bought a course. I mean, she's been making millions since before your favorite coach has had any money. She's been in this digital space going crazy. So Terry Igiono's coach, absolutely. Um, who else? Um, uh, Cece, uh, who passed away. Like, yeah, they've been they've been in that game. So if y'all want a really really good episode on marketing and like the type, she just be locked in, staying in the crib, and she's single, fellas. So check it out. You know what I mean? I don't know if anything's changed since. Um, Anyway, all right, uh, next, 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 next. Um, oh, here's a good sign. Again, here's a good sign. Um, do they have a community? Now, a community helps, but they don't have to have a community because some people just aren't into people like that. I'm just saying it's a, it's a good sign if they have a community of people because it just says a lot about them without them having to say it, being they care about people in some capacity. And what's really, really cool is if someone's coaching you and they have a community, you'll probably get more from the community than the coach. Because anyone that can put together a group of people that are like in the same industry or going in the same direction, it's that energy that's created that gives the coach value. So my value isn't in my ability to teach or speak or anything like that. I believe my greatest value is my ability to get people together. Because what happens is when people get together, you guys get together outside of me. And you get accountability partners. And you get some people that understand where you're at. And you might say, well, Dave, you don't understand where I'm at because you're not where I'm at. I mean, I was there, but I still remember. And I can still teach on it. But I'm not going to be as effective as, like, as a group of people who are all going through the same thing or somebody just got out of it. Somebody just went from 60000 a year and went over 100000 If there's a group there, someone is making 60 or 50 or 40 or anywhere in there, there's more information that that person that just got over 100000 will have than I do. And that they're, they're going to help you. So my biggest value, and this is why every single coaching program I'll ever put together has to do with the community, not because I just don't want to coach people one-on-one. It's just, I understand that my greatest value is in the, the, the collaboration, the, the meeting of people. That makes sense? Okay. All right. Um, I think I have uh, one more. Um, oh, this is a good one. Uh, when finding a coach, 
Are they respected by their peers in that industry? Are they respected by their peers in that industry? Let's say there's a coach. Let's say my man, Myron, right? I have amazing things to say about Myron. Now, his clients might have good things to say about him, but I have good things to say. Also, Neil will have great things to say. Also, 500 will have great things to say. That's a good coach. All the people that I just named, I have, I have, and other people in the industry can't deny that these people are effective and they're good people. That is a good sign of a good coach. Are they respected by the people in their industry? It's a good thing to consider, right? So if, as uh, Brent is teaching on mental, mental uh, stamina, one thing for other for coaches, and I'm talking to coaches now, is start building relationships with people in your industry. You don't want anybody in your industry to have anything bad to say about you. So find somebody as a community builder. If they know me, they're not gonna have anything bad to say. Like, yo, he be getting over on people, or like, he's just. Because I might, I, I might have a group of people who respect me and I, I help them get some results. But sometimes people on the other end know that, like, you can, you can really, you can finesse. You can finesse people. I'm just, like, be honest. You can finesse people. But people in the particular industry, they know a finesser when they see it. Yes. Next is uh, it's on my list. Absolutely. Uh, a T more. Absolutely. I like that. My coach has a coach. That is my final point. Does your coach have a coach or are they just telling you that you need to have a coach? If your coach does not have a coach, that means that they're telling you to do something that they're not willing to do themselves. think Myron's uh, coach, I know he's in like some masterminds, Russell Brunson is a mentor of his, which is really, really cool. <laughs> That's re that is really, really cool. That makes me feel real comfortable with coaching. So ask them, who is your coach? Do you have a coach? Have you paid what you're asking me to pay? Because you're saying, if I pay you, you'll like succeed. Well, I want to do what you did to succeed. Well, did you pay somebody? No, you can't coach me now. These are just some things. This is just some, some things to, to check. And I'm really, really proud of the fact that I've invested this year. So I have no problem taking somebody's money because the only reason I'm taking your money is because I've done exactly what I'm telling you to do. So it works. You know what? I would be I would be a fraud if I invested in coaching and um and I and I didn't tell you that you need to invest. Like I invested. And I, like as soon as I invested, it wasn't the information from the person, it was the fact that I invested in myself. It does something to you. When you invest in yourself, it does something to you. I, I'm not talking about what you paid for, you paying the person. I'm saying the ability, the mindset that you have 
to invest more than what's comfortable in yourself, it does something to you and it makes you more comfortable asking for money. So if I don't take y'all through that process, that's why I look, I'm not asking, I don't, I don't really ask y'all for a lot of money, do I? Like, I'm not asking y'all for 2,000, 5,000 to, I'm, I'm not asking y'all for no money, but I'm telling y'all that y'all need to go invest in somebody. Check this out. After you figure out if this person is the right person to invest in, invest the money, even if it doesn't work for you. The mindset that you have and the ability to invest more than what's comfortable, it does something to you. It gives you confidence. It helps you work a little harder in applying the information because you invest it more. And that's where the results come. So again, I'm not telling you to invest in me. I'm telling you to invest in somebody for you because I'm only telling you what happened to me. You've got to invest in yourself. You have to. And if a coach is telling you to invest in you, that they haven't invested in themselves and they're not finding some leadership, not only is it a fraud, but two, they won't understand what you're going through because they've never been the student. So when they're talking to you, they don't understand what it's like to be a student. They're only talking to you from the perspective of a teacher. They just don't understand what it's like to be a student. Currently. Currently. Okay, um, more, uh, as I land this plane, okay, as I land this plane, um, you need coaching and mentorship, okay? You need coaching and mentorship. I don't have anything to sell you right now. Uh, not that I won't have something to sell later, but I don't right now. Um, you need to find it from somewhere. You need to find a coach. Now, it's best, it's best sometimes in the beginning if you can find someone to coach one-on-one -on -one because they help you think through your business, okay? And it's also very helpful in a group, right? But if you can find somebody to like give you like some, some sort of one-on-one -on -one time, which is something that I don't necessarily offer, but if you can find somebody to give you some one-on-one -on -one time, um, that's, that's very beneficial. It's very helpful. You still need the community aspect, but if you can find somebody like do one-on-one, -on -one, go for that. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think I'm done. Hey guys, just get through the book. Just keep reading the book. Okay. If you come across a book that doesn't resonate, just read it anyway. And I like the fact that I'm, I'm not being a hypocrite. Like I am, I am open. About some books, I'm just, I, I think, uh, what was it? Um, I don't want to say the person's name, but it was one of the books, one film like that, but I got through it because I'm committed to the commitment. Yeah, I really like the book that we're reading right now because it's not super comfortable. It's not like, you know, how you read a really, really, a book that you really, really into, it's easy. But sometimes you got to get through some books that's not comfortable for you. Now, I'm sure some of you guys love it. You love it. Now, I love, I like Profit. No, no. I didn't like Profit First that much. <laughs> now that I think about it. I didn't like, but I got through it. I got through it. So listen, guys, like there's so many benefits to the book club. Um, and one of the benefits is actually finishing a book. 
And some of you have not finished anything. I just want you to finish some stuff. If you're new, find the book we're reading, catch up and finish it with us. So, Bryn, the floor is yours. Go be amazing today. Go do amazing things. Yes, we have Bryn speaking on the morning meetup this week. Looking forward to it. Yo, y'all go find a coach and a mentor. I love y'all. I'm out of here. See y'all tomorrow.